0: That's it. That's the podcast. (laughs) There's nothing else to be done or said.
1: This is it. This is the podcast. It's just going to be everybody watching um, a a Photoshop of me as Meatloaf and Kate as a Yeti.
0: I tweeted this and I don't want to get us demonetized, so I'm going to do the the censored version. But I said, Uh holy S, I look good.
1: Because my God,
0: like... Do these how does how does she keep outdoing herself, Alex? Like,
1: I don't know, maybe it's yeah, really fun no, and good,
0: let's... and they've just my god leveled up. Yep. How yep. did she put my face in the, the Yeti face?
1: I don't know, man. And it's so, what's she... so great is that she uses your glasses, I think, to like make you the giant eyes of the thing. It's awesome. <laughs> um... And you
0: uh, uncanny resemblance to me <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: no, just like him. You kidding me? I'm a I'm a dead ringer for Big Jake Grizzly. Um,
0: <laughs> You've never accomplished anything else in your life? <laughs> you have the play button from YouTube. Uh
1: huh. And That's you right. are Big Jake Grizzly. That's right. <laughs> um. So okay, behind this pe- peek behind the scenes, we're trying to figure out what to do this week i had thought of a few things i'm not going to name them because lord knows uh then get people be like oh no you should totally do that no i'm here to say we're not going to do any of the things that i sat through trying to figure out what would be the best among this crap for us to, to to watch and i was like i don't know and um and and kate was like well, what about we should go to the schlockpit.com and see what they've what they've reviewed recently and then she sent me a screenshot of this movie and I was like I don't even know if you can get like the regular version of this anywhere. I know the riff tracks version is out there um because I've seen that but boy the movie was so terrible. I can imagine and I looked and like no yeah you, know, you can find it like several different places. So you can watch Fourth the whole thing with with Without, for free, without the, the Riff tracks, uh thing on top of it. So you can just watch the movie, like as a movie, if you wanted to. Why you would want to, if you weren't us, is beyond me. But yes. So this is um, a movie, a made-for-TV Canadian movie called To Catch a Yeti. Uh, They filmed it in 1993 and shelved it immediately for two years, wondering if it was fit for human consumption. Eventually it was played uh, in Canada and then finally made its way for one time. Apparently it it ran on the Disney channel in the States Um, and uh, just vanished because people thought it was inconsequential kiddie fair fluff. But I'm here to tell you it's, it's so much worse. It's so much worse. The streaming era has done some bad things, but one good thing it has is it's resurrected like stuff that's been forgotten forever and it brings it back. And so you can watch not this cause this is terrible, but other things that have been lost to history. Um, Meatloaf was cast a week before it started filming because um, a different guy dropped out so he could go be in a real show the director was interviewed a couple of years ago and refuses to name the person who dropped out because i guess he he doesn't want to like cast aspersions on the fantastic performance given by meatloaf like i don't want people to contrast and compare that's not fair to mr loaf so uh instead they just had meatloaf and this is like. This is like '93 when they when they filmed this. This is not long after I Would Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that, which was like a top five hit in in the world. Like it was he got crazy amounts of radio play and everything. So he, he used the amazing fame of having the biggest song he would ever record to star in a terrible kids' movie made for tv in canada um first of all i
0: did not realize his name was meat loaf mr loaf is excellent
1: well it's, um, it's two words so
0: fair, that's fair it's just a big it's a big
1: week for Meat this week um yes yeah, it's true i a banner week for me
0: but it, it is a banner week for me um I could not comprehend having Meatloaf at certainly a high point in his fame be in what was a, when it started, like, this is a, a home video quality production. Oh, it's so this bad.
1: Is, you know why?
0: All the movies that I did not get a live, um,
1: they, they BF fired the, fr-
0: you, like, yeah. telling you. No, I, is-
1: I, no. I wanted you to experience this. Well, thank have, you. Going in because this was your idea. The only thing I sent you was—you brought this on yourself. That That's the, the only idea. thing I sent you.
0: And <laughs> you know, know what? You. no regrets. Okay.
1: <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Um, so uh, the the reason why it had such terrible quality is because um, this movie was almost not made. Uh, They fired the original director and brought on a new guy whose name is Bob Keen. Boy, let me tell you, I'm not keen on this film. Um, uh, He was given, you you can direct this movie, for 40% of the original budget. And if you say no, we're just not going to make the movie. Um, And he's like, no, I think I can make that work. And so the, how he made it work was this, this is how he made it work.
0: I mean, I feel like the problem was not the direction. You no, know I mean, mm. I feel like it was everything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, you didn't say hello newsies and it's making me itch.
1: Hello newsies. Sorry. Thank you. I did the thing not with okay? the, with, 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 with I, wait, I, did, I did the thing with, with this thing. And it and it yeah. took me out of my game. It took me no, off my okay. game. I'm sorry.
0: I'm no, sorry. it was it was worth it, but it just felt weird.
1: Also, this because definitely. Huh? Um, okay, so um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Meatloaf is the only person you will have ever heard of in this, unless you're Canadian. There's a there's a there's a guy in it. It's his first movie. He went on to do a lot of like TV stuff in Canada whose name is Rick Howland. Um, and he is legitimately four foot seven. He has osteogenesis imperfecta or something. So he's not a little person. He just, his bones didn't grow. He's, you know, he's Danny DeVito sized. You know what I mean? It's just, it's that kind of a thing. So, but they cast a guy who's four foot seven, right? Um, I, I, Ostensibly to make, I think, Meatloaf looks seven feet tall, but I, I believe Meatloaf's like five, nine and a half. I don't believe he's a very large dude. Um he might be taller than that. I'm not sure. Anyway, he's just he's very small. So they cast a, a very small, very short guy, and then and then decide to call him blubber as though he is fat, which he is not. He's not a fat guy. They put a little little like a fat pad in him, but like the whole thing is about how fat he is. Everyone calls him fat for the whole movie, ignoring the fact that he is four foot seven.
0: Yeah, this is like when in Greece, they made fun of the girl for being fat and she was not fat. Mm. Like, Blubber seems like an overkill for uh, this man's stature, I would say.
1: Yes. No, he's definitely, yeah, anyway. Um, The opening of it is is Blubber. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about two things. Over his left shoulder, he is—you have a thought bubble of Bigfoot footage, and over his right sh- shoulder is donuts, because because he's fat. Is Why is
0: he daydreaming about donuts?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Just to show you how fat he is when he's not actually fat. He's in a movie. star. Every scene he's in also co-stars very famous fat guy Meatloaf. That's the thing. He's not even the fattest dude in his own duo. (laughs) No, he's not. But they are. They. He's looking at a map, and then um, uh, the the (laughs) meatloaf says, "I'll tell you what, blubber. If we catch this yeti, I'm set for life." Um, and this is all all this footage is over a very Tom Waits esque singer. I don't think it's Meatloaf, but like, but he's definitely doing Tom Waits' impression. But it's this weird thing where he was like, uh, he's talk singing in a very growly, gravelly voice where he says, um, uh, uh, There's something roaming through the mountain air as tall as a timber and as strong as a bear. It's Bigfoot's on the prowl. His name is Bigfoot. But this movie never calls him that because the producers had me record this song before they knew what the title of the movie was. Bigfoot sound, the prowl. Um,
0: I like that you anyway. went with Tom Waits. Cause I was thinking of, um, Oh my God. What's the name of the band? They did that. Uh, Juliet, the dice were loaded from the start. Um, Oh my God! What's the name of that band? Same idea, though. Meatloaf um, was six um, feet tall. Uh,
1: All right, there you go. And you can't but, teach that. You can't teach that, but he is presented in the film as though he is a good six foot eight. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. Um. So his name is Big Jake Grizzly. I that appears to have, though as though he has two nicknames, unless his his God given actual surname is Grizzly. But I don't I don't believe that it is. So he's got it's it's, it's the wonderful new Vince McMahon uh, version of naming people where he is now big. Jake Grizzly, like there has got to have two quotes around two, two things on, on his name.
0: Well, and not to bury the lead, but like um, or not to spoil anything, I guess. Um, Like it's almost inferred that he has to be this size because they are in the Himalayas, which is definitely just like a state park.
1: Oh no 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 yeah no no it's definitely. Um, he uh, they 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 go to the Himalayas to find a yeti, which is where you would find a yeti. They immediately find one.
0: This is my biggest complaint of the whole like architecture of this movie. They find one in the first what five minutes of this movie? Less than
1: that, I would say two.
0: Okay, like
1: the architecture if, of this movie is is bad. It's a if bad. You're, it's a, the structure is so bad in this movie.
0: If your movie is called to catch an anything.
1: <laughs> to catch it. Oh, we caught it. Uh we caught it. It's done. We caught the movie's over, everybody.
0: You know how Chinese food comes alarmingly fast when you order it? That's <laughs> yeah. what this was. It like does. this yeah, was so true. um yep. my
1: mm-hmm. god. Yeah. Um so that's very funny, beep boop. Maybe the Jake part is the not correct. Maybe Jake. That could is the be.
0: Nickname. That could you be. I know. didn't even think about um,
1: that. So um, they, the, he, and Blubber apparently are climbing a mountain in the Himalayas. It doesn't have to be Everest. There are lots of mountains in the Himalayas, but it's it seems to be on the smaller side of 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 the mountains in, in the Himalayas. And they climb it, and they're walking through all the very um, large Canadian fir trees that you find in the Himalayas. Um, uh, notab- the Himalayas, notable for their very large Canadian fir trees. A lot of pine of trees. And so um, they see over there a creature no one's seen before. And, um, and Big Jake Risley is like, that's a Yeti. And Blubber correctly goes, "What do you mean that's a Yeti? I thought yetis just to look like bigfoot. you know like they're tall and fearsome. They look like 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 you know walking around on two-legged gorillas, and like, no, that's a Yeti. But I mean, the movie immediately decides, well, this is what a Yeti looks like, where it could be a different creature. Um, they establish later that the reason everyone's been thinking it was very tall. And huge is because the footprints it leaves behind are very big. And this is a small creature, about the size of maybe a, a four year old child, but it has giant feet. And brother, does it show feet throughout this film? If you have a very specific kind of foot fetish, this this is this is your film.
0: I was gonna say, like this Yeti would be rich off of an OnlyFans, for sure, in present day. The band I was thinking of was Dire Straits. Um, I had to look wow. it up. It made me uncomfortable that I couldn't remember it. Um, so, yeah, the, they look like... If you were a child of the late 80s and remember in your adolescence then, in the, like... Furbies they look like furbies, yes. like, yeah like I did not know Furbie's were based off of this, but they are
1: it's a so, you know it's got it's got the giant furby eyes and a weird disgusting like long rat tail and yes, huge weird. gizmo ears um and like re- spindly long, long arms and it's very short and squat to the ground um and uh, the the the, the, the aforementioned gigantic feet, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Doesn't yes. feel like you need to send like a special hit squad out to catch one.
1: No, but we um, do find but, out
0: that there's trickery and cleverness within the yeti at some point, right. I guess, kind of.
1: It it um it skis. It uses its giant feet to ski. Um, that's how it gets away from um Big Jake Grizzly and Blubber. Is it skis away from them?
0: it's big feet are kind of like the only thing that indicates that this is meant for a kid's movie. Cause there's nothing in this that feels oh, like,
1: we'll, we're going to get to the fact to the, um, uh, I've kidnapped your parents, little girl, and you're going to give me your favorite pet. Otherwise I'm going to murder your parents. Part of this children's movie. We'll get to that. Eventually. <laughs> um, so they, so it skis away from them down the mountain. They, um, Big Jake Grizzly makes a big show of putting on snowshoes. You know those big tennis racket things. Yes. So so it can um uh so he can sneak up to it without falling into the snow, uh, and then it skis away. And then they just run down what is obviously an asphalt uh, road covered in snow because they don't sn- <laughs> they don't sink into it at all while they're running after it. It does a weird little ski jump and lands on a tent in the Himalayas. Uh, just a tent hanging out uh, and it, it, it goes into the tent and then um, Meatloaf and Blubber show up, Big Jake, Big Jake Loaf and Blubber show up and um, they. uh, Grizzly loaf. Yeah. um, The grizzly young veterans. um, They show up (laughs) and um, they, they, um, they, they start looking in the tent, but then the people who own the tent show up. Hey, what are you doing in our tent? Oh a nothing looking for an a- looking for an animal you guys American, which it is kind of odd that you would find two Americans in Nepal looking through your tent. um hey, so are you You're both Americans. Where are you from is the thing I would ask the first people that I meet going through my tent um, <laughs> yeah. we're from Texas. Where are you from Upstate New York says the white guy um Uxbridge. What's- says the black guy. Um and uh Uxbridge, New York, uh is what they say, upstate New York. And it's like, oh, what's a very very specific thing for you to tell me right now so I can find you later. Um so like uh like, we're looking for a little animal of uh small and furry and then blubber says a yeti and is like that's just a joke but my assistant told we're not looking for a yeti we'll just continue on our stroll and then somehow packing up the tent without recognizing there's a Yeti inside it, um, they pack their gear. And uh, because they have to leave, the plane's going to leave without them. Where there is a landing strip in the top of the Himalayas, I don't know. Instead of the stock footage of a plane flying away, they could have stock footage of a helicopter flying away, and that would seem much more likely. However, it's a plane. It's one of those. It's a it's a Harrier jet. One of those that can like they can they can take off by like raising up and then going. It must be what it is, but it's not.
0: I'm guessing based on the budget of this movie, the plane stock footage was just less expensive. Than
1: must have been the
0: helicopter. Must have been. They, but they
1: got a deal on plane stock footage. They, they stock footage. They already was, had uh, one of those purchased. It's two dollars more, and they could they just couldn't they <laughs> couldn't spend it, spare so the expense. Um. I
0: can't so, emphasize enough how nobody in this film is good at their job. Um, no, like they're or,
1: or really accurately concerned about things.
0: The the weight of concern, yeah, does not exist. Uh, and <sighs> like meatloaf's not good, so I don't no, know how no. or why they he didn't. He's not that big, and he isn't a good actor. I guess because pop culture things, they thought this. I was should also mention this movie. um This
1: his his standard costume in this is um, a, a a an ankle length fur coat made up of the corpses of twenty seven other fur coats. That none of them, none of them match. Like, I mean, you could have killed. Uh, you're, he says. I'm the world's greatest hunter many times. Big Jake Grizzly says, could you have killed a large enough beast to make a coat out of one of them, as opposed to what appears to be like a flock of raccoons. Why, why, have, why are there so many small animals ma- put into your coat? That doesn't Arthur, make. Arthur Morgan could never. That's no, all no. Um, so uh, they like, we're, we're going to have to, we're ha- we'll, we'll, we'll be more, they'll be back in the States way before. Um, uh, what? They don't say this. I don't, I don't believe they said that.
0: The legendary they.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, they, they, they are able to fly back. I don't know how they get down the mountain, Whatever. They're able to fly back, and um, it, so th- they land and the, in New York City, and uh, they go to the person who has hired him to catch the Yeti. Um, this is um, Mr. Sturgeon and his wife, Angelica, who is perpetually drunk. They're multimillionaires. They live in a castle in Manhattan, you know. Uh, all of the – they've. Several dozen acres of land covered by a castle in Manhattan, as yeah. you do. Um, and uh, um, they have a son, Wesley, who is uh, the worst person to have ever lived. And great North um, American
0: champion, not a great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, his his name is his name is Wesley. Uh, and at different points in the in the movie, he dresses like Al Capone and what I believe is Stalin. I believe he dresses as Stalin for the for the, at least the last half of the movie. He is dressed up as Stalin, like in a big heavy overcoat with all kinds of medals pinned to it and a big like furry Russian hat. Um, I believe he's dressed up as Stalin. Wesley's I mean, he's, he's the spoiler alert. The family abandons him. Like his mom and dad, like want nothing to do with him, but they will pay four and a half million dollars to big Jake Grizzly to go try and catch him a Yeti. Correct. Um, and that is, yeah,
0: there's a really ridiculous, incredible scene of like <laughs> them touching base about the hiring early in this too where it's very, like, evil dictator in a chair with, like, a yeah. long cigarette or whatever. Um, yeah. Like, they are royalty sending them, like, commissioning yes. them to go catch yeah. the Yeti. Um, but, yeah, poor... I, I don't know what's going on with Wesley.
1: <laughs> no. Well, he obviously wasn't brought up... Like, his dad, he's... I'm gonna say 12. His, his dad is 70. Um... <laughs> It's true uh his mom appears to be in her late 50s so maybe there was a, a, a problem uh during uh pregnancy uh like you know they say it's more uh likely as you get older that there'll sure. be problems complications with with, with the offspring years
0: old situation yeah,
1: yeah. um <clears throat> and but i'm not sure he just he doesn't seem to have been raised right in any way anyway so um so he, uh, they, like, um, I'm gonna go. I know where the yeti is. Um, I'm gonna go get him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back with him. Is what he says, um, Dad. The guy with the yeti in his pack, pa- packet is Dave. Um, oh, what's his last name? I forget. Um, anyway, Brighton, something like that. Um, and um, so, Dave. With with the most Canadian mullet that has ever mulleted, Um, uh, shows up in his house with his giant with his pack, um, and it's like welcome home, Dad says his daughter Amy and his inexplicably British wife Kate. Sometimes she sometimes 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 she is inexplicably British. There's never mentioned. There's no reason for her to be. If it's a Canadian actress that you hired to play this part. Did she say, hey, can I make her British? And you said, sure, why not? Knock yourself out. But um, could you could you be Canadian for twenty-eight percent of the scenes you're in and vaguely British for the other seventy-two percent? And she says, Yeah, I think I could make that work. Um
0: it's like she made a choice halfway through filming and then some Bristo. scenes the have last him. names
1: are Bristow. Thank you, Michael Dammit. The last names are Bristow.
0: I'm so sad that you know that. Um because <laughs> it means you either remembered mm. which is rough or you looked mm. it up which I'm mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that you felt compelled to do based on mm-hmm. what we're doing. Um yeah, this is like I was, I in my notes wrote poor man's Gary Sheffield from the nanny. Um mm. and I don't know why she's British sometimes. But I also like we can we can talk about it in a little bit, but like I'm not sure why the people catching a Yeti are the villains of the movie when a Yeti is like an unknown
1: well, because Well, because a little girl fell in love with it and you're not allowed to separate a little girl from her pet in sure. movies. That's
0: but it. like, yeah, I guess like well, the idea that you're commissioned to go find an unknown creature and um, is, that's usually like a heroic thing because you don't know what that creature might be be or break. I guess cuz it's cute and this little girl it's likes cute.
1: it. It's cute. And so therefore and it's, it's 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 anything cute is inherently not dangerous and should be protected, I guess. Um well, that So uh true, yeah.
0: Bumblebees uh, are adorable. Uh, There's poisonous tree frogs that are so no, cute.
1: Listen, I I I agree with you. I'm just saying how movies usually operate, especially Canadian made for TV ones. That's um scary. So um he says, Wow, ah gosh, it's so good to be back. Um, and she says, Did you see any abominable snowmen, Daddy? Well, we saw one or two, but they took one look at Mike, my friend, and ran screaming down the mountain. <laughs> anyway, I'm so tired and so jet lagged, but I'm also very hungry. And and she and she says, Um, I made you a pumpkin pie, daddy. There's no indication that it is November or or like this might be his favorite thing. Um, But uh, she's great. I'll have a slice as soon as I'm out of the shower. So it goes upstairs and she that. um, okay. so she brings him. A slice of pumpkin pie. Up into his bedroom and leaves it. On a plate with a fork. On the floor, directly outside the bathroom door of the ensuite bathroom,
0: is there floor pie?
1: (laughs) Mm, Floor pie. Um, I don't understand why. There's there there are several end tables, surfaces. Even the bed would be a better place to leave a slice of pie than the floor. And um, uh, she walks in, and he is singing both. Um the Barber of Seville and Fly Me to the Moon badly. <laughs> Figaro, Figaro, fly me to the moon. That's what he's doing. Uh you know how you sing in the shower. And um uh and she says, "Daddy, I I I I left your pumpkin pie on the floor outside the bathroom. Great, I'll eat it as soon as I get out of the shower."
0: Like, then as soon as, because right. that's the only reason you
1: would put. Like, he could get dressed and come down to the kitchen and eat it like a human being. But no, floor pie. Um. Anyway, so. Um... I wish they
0: had made the choice to have him be like, I need my shower and I need my, I am exhausted. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want my shower
1: and, and my, my pie. pie
0: back to mm-hmm. back like I always have it. Mm-hmm. Like if, he was I, just like if you could like serve it's just me pipe, I, you know while I, mean? I am
1: in the shower, I want to take bites in between figaro's. Dar- you know what I mean? Please
0: just, just put it on the vanity of Uh-oh. the sink of the no, sh- <laughs> of no. The bathroom.
1: So, so the the yeti comes out of his pack and uh, goes and and grabs the the. the the pumpkin pie, which is the worst pumpkin pie ever made because it has the consistency of this book. It's just it's, he grabs it and it doesn't squish when he grabs it with his hands. Like, it's the, it's awful pie. It's um, skateboard pie. It is the biggest um, pie. Yeah, yeah, Um And so <laughs> He, then he goes and hides. He hears the shower turn off, and like all Yetis know, when the, when you hear the water stop, that's when somebody's going to come out of the bathroom. And the Yeti knows this from all of the showers that's been around. So it goes and hides under the bed. And he come and he comes out and he's like, "Oh, what? This is a nice little prank from my daughter. It's an empty plate with a fork. I get. I better get dressed and I'll go downstairs." And
0: I have a theory about this. Mm-hmm. I think the Yeti the Gremlins and knows that water is dangerous.
1: Perhaps, um, it knew. Perhaps, um, it. It it um. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the the guy goes downstairs like, "Hey, nice prank you guys pulled on me with the thing." Oh, you will say anything to get another piece of that wonderful, wonderful pie we made for you. Um, uh, and and so he's like, he's like, "Hey, I got a surprise for you. It's upstairs in my pack." And so the little girl runs upstairs to go look for it. Looks inside the pack, uh, and then screams. And they run up and um, like, "What's happened? That that surprise you got me? That that teddy bear? It's alive!" Like, no, oh, this random collection of fabric—that's the—that's because it's just a weird random collection of fabric that he holds up. This is the surprise I got you from Nepal. Um, and she goes, "No, that it ran behind the chair." And they look over and there it is behind the chair this is they fundamentally under misunderstanding a major component of this which is catching the yeti it's already been caught accidentally right um then that you come in like what are you talking about it's behind the chair they look behind the chair it's not there and then there's a good 15 minutes where the girl swears she saw something and the parents don't believe her. And then if there's weird stuff that goes missing throughout the house and then eventually they do find it, that's how these movies work. It's like, but this movie goes, no, she says it's behind the chair. They look over and there it is. And, (laughs) and no one is concerned that this kind of animal that no one has ever seen before got stowed away in dad's Back from Nepal to America. Actually, the mother, the vaguely British mother, goes, "It's okay, it's all right." And I don't believe that you would know that.
0: My notes just say "Terrible Parents?" Question um, mark? Because <laughs> are you not concerned that an unknown—never mind your own safety, your child, daughter—around an unknown? You're not vaccinated for whatever the hell a yeti is. You don't know. What the Yeti is carrying? Never mind so, if it's actually secretly vicious when it actually just has giant feet.
1: Their immediate thing to do is um, try feeding it. Because it ate the pumpkin pie. Um, that must be what happened. They sort of find the crust. And so sort of like, here, here, I'll feed it. The first thing, an Oreo. And it takes the Oreo. And the 10-year-old girl in 1993 Canada says, Perhaps he would like to try a Frankfurter, which is a which which is a very very old name for a hot dog. It's like, uh, hey, uh, will you like a, a a piece of my liver and onion sandwich? How about this this weird Jello with tuna inside it? Like, why? Are, <laughs> what is this weird thing? It's like, I guess it doesn't like Frankfurters. Um, my
0: bratwurst and milk, or what, what, is that what it was for White like, Christmas? I don't like, know. What is um, the combination?
1: Uh, then the mother says, Maybe it's just a vegetarian. So obviously it's a it's a creature after your own heart, Kate. Because you decided <laughs> to go vegan, just like just I like the vegan. yeti. Inspired by the yeti.
0: That is why it uh yeah. had nothing to do with anything else but this movie. Right. Um, I just yeah. try to live my life as yeti as possible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so then uh the next thing is that it's, it's sitting on the couch uh, on, on the counter and they're trying to like, he's looking through a book. like No, I don't even know what this could be. I don't know who what, I, I'm looking through a book, like apparently has every animal in it. It's this thick. And I, I don't know what animal it could be. I've looked through this book. That's this thick. All the animals are in it. Um, and say, well, I, uh, we don't even know it's male or female. And uh, the little girl, 10 year old, little girl, says oh it's a boy well how do you know i checked so we've got we've got 10 year old girl ogling yeti penises is a thing that this movie makes sure that we know it's an important thing to know that the little girl is the one who was looking at the yeti junk
0: i have so many issues with this (laughs) (laughs) why is it her looking how does she know why is figuring out it's gender the first priority why are you not calling animal control you irresponsible terrible parents who just Mm -hmm. let their kids touch unidentifiable animals and look at their P's or their V's whichever they have
1: Mm -hmm. Um, they um, decide they're going to sit down and have dinner And the the Yeti thing is sitting on top of the table where they're all having their food. So there's definitely Yeti hair in everything that they're eating. But then it faints. And they say, oh, it must be too warm here because it's used to living in the Himalayas. Let's put its naked, hairy butt in our sink where we get our drinking water from and fill that sink with ice. And um, I know how, how do you cool somebody down? I guess you feed them ice cream. So it's just little Amy uh, Bristow with a tub of ice cream and a spoonful of it, trying to shove it in between the giant weird looking teeth of this thing saying, please eat it, please, please, please eat it, please, please. Please, please don't die. Please, please eat it, and eventually, the it it eats it.
0: Why are you feeding this unknown animal? I just, why is your first instinct like we don't know what this is? Let's keep, let's. Yeah, keep alive. Um, it's just you a know weird...
1: Um. So here's the here's the deal. Um. They go well. We've had a long day. I think everyone should go to sleep. They don't say we'll call animal control in the morning or well, they say like we should we have we should all go to sleep. I think you should put the Yeti outside. Oh, that's right. Cause because because the guy says, you know what? That weirdest thing, I don't know why I didn't think of it until now. We met these two guys on the on the slope of the mountain. And they said they were hunting a Yeti. And I thought, oh, that's just funny. But what if it is a Yeti? I don't know. Anyway, so I think you should put the Yeti outside because it's, cool, it's cooler out there. And she says, I have a better idea, Dad. It turns out her idea, like a 10-year-old would have this idea. But you, as the parents, are there to tell her no sometimes. She says, let's have it sleep inside the fridge with the door wide open. So we'll defrost all of the food in there and everything will spoil and also the motor will definitely burn out overnight. They all go upstairs to go to bed while leaving this heretofore undiscovered creature sitting up in their fridge overnight so as it doesn't die.
0: Why is the eight-year-old leading the charge in this? I don't know. Why is the Yeti in the fridge? Right. Why didn't you just maybe set up a fan or some air conditioning if you didn't I want to know, sleep no, outside? No. Why is it sleeping outside? Alex, what is happening in the movie? Um,
1: big Big Jake um, takes a limo from the Sturgeons. They offer him to take a limo and and Blubber drives him up to Uxbridge. In New York, up near Albany, um, Uxbridge does not exist in New York. There's an Uxbridge, Massachusetts. Um, but there is an Uxbridge, Ontario, Canada, which is why they called it this so that when they walk into the Uxbridge Register, which is a newspaper, they don't have to pay for a sign. They just they just decide to call the town the same name as the town that they that they secured a location for a newspaper. I'm convinced of this. So they go in and they look through the newspaper. It's a small town. um, So obviously there's going to be a story about a guy who climbs a mountain in the Himalayas. Oh, look, there's one. And the story has his name, his wife's name, his daughter's name, uh, and the business that he owns. And so they go to the business, which apparently is a camping store called Fine Water. (laughs) The name of the, the name of the, of on the sign on the, on the camping store says fine water. Uxbridge fine water. You know, where you would go to buy camping gear at a store that says water. Only
0: the finest of waters. Right. Okay. I don't want your run-of-the-mill tap water camping gear. Mm-mm. I want uh-huh. your French bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Camping gear water. Um, um Uxbridge, I will give them credit, sounds exactly like a town in upstate New York, as someone who was it from does. there. Mm-hmm. Um and I would say this also tracks as someone that was from a small town in upstate New York that this would be extremely newsworthy even before oh, the yeah. was kind of involved. This mm. is um I could walk into my hometown and get a profile on myself today for doing just this podcast. <laughs> And I mean, just this episode.
1: Yeah, I know. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. I, I I grew up with such a, a similar newspaper. Um, but so uh, he walks into the store. Um, oh, by the way, they leave the little girl home alone with the Yeti. He'll be fine. By the way, she's named him Hank um, because she used to have a stuffed animal named Hank. Uh, don't get me started on this scene. She like, shows him all of her <laughs> other stuffed animals that have names. One of them is a dog. It's a stuffed dog that's named Dave. Her father's name is Dave. It's a weird, I don't know why. That's a weird thing to me. But also, oh, and here's a muck monster. Mud the muck monster. The muck monster is just a blue dinosaur. Wouldn't a muck monster be like green or brown? But it's blue, bright blue. And she says after she scares the yeti with the muck monster stuffed animal she says oh don't worry it's not a real muck monster i'm going to call you hank so his name is hank she they leave her home alone with hank okay um the 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 wife is going to the to the uh, grocery store and he's going to stop in at the at the at the camping gear store that he owns by the way wife doesn't work he owns a camping gear they have two houses
0: I, um maybe it's the best pro shop of maybe Fine perhaps. Water is the best it's, pro
1: shop it's, of It's 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 literally this wide in in the in the building it occupies it's it's well, that's it's what
0: this is the original location you're forgetting about how this is a, a local
1: chain <laughs> It's it's a chain it's stores. a chain of it's a chain of Fine Water stores that only sells camping gear.
0: It is and it's doing yeah. extremely well.
1: Yeah. Um so <laughs> So anyway, um, <laughs> our she, stories for, are more fun than their stories. <laughs> for some reason, she shows him a, a, a picture of her outside of their their camp cabin in the Adirondacks where they go skiing um, and then puts the because the, he likes the picture because there's snow in it. So it's snowing outside. But the, the, uh, they put the, the, the picture inside a jacket that they put on the creature to take him outside for a bit. Uh, But Big Jake Grizzly has gone to the store um, and goes inside to talk to the inexplicably French kind of um, woman behind the counter who freely gives him all the information about where they live. Oh, would you like the address of his house? And just tells him and gives him directions on how to get there. And then he, because he's so charming, because Big Jake Grizzly has a way with the ladies.
0: No, he doesn't, first of all. Second of all, yeah, I know there were, it was like a different time. I feel like we were looser with things back in mm-hmm. the day because you couldn't just Google anybody's information, right? Um, this is a more, maybe a more trusted community in the mm-hmm. fine water area. But mm-hmm. um, just giving out someone's address and directions right. to their home, particularly when they have a young child, maybe ill-advised. So they're
1: about, uh, Amy and Hank are about to go outside. Uh, She put him in a jacket so no one will recognize that he's a Yeti, not covering his head in any way because she's she's a dumb little girl. And then Meatloaf comes to the door. Big Jake Grizzly comes to the door um, and knocks and she looks out through the window, then puts the chain on it and opens the door. And he says, and I shit you not, hey, little girl, can I come in? I just feel like that's not the best way to to do it. Um, Why did you make him a pedophile in the process? This got weird. So she shuts the door, and he just pushes the door open with his hand and breaks the chain off of it. I don't... What? So she runs upstairs (laughs) and goes into her bedroom, uh, doesn't lock the door, Um. But he stops short of the bedroom because that's one that's a bridge too far for Big Jake. He won't just walk into a little girl's bedroom. Thank goodness. So she sneaks out the window and tries to climb down, like you know, uh, and she does, she drops down. Um, but Big Jake has doubled back and catches her and steals the, um, the, the Yeti while putting her in the basement. Uh, by oh, so the black guy who was camping with dave in the Himalayas yes. is the local sheriff um and so, yes. and uh and so he is there to only like do things illegally to help his friend dave he's not a very good cop
0: <laughs> he is a dirty cop it turns yeah. out yeah. um this got very weird Big Dick Grizzly is not so big that he can just touch a door and a chain locks. And also, if your chain is that weak, I don't know. Parents maybe do a little better job of protecting your kid. Yeah. Um, this is weird. Also, was she home alone because she's not home yes, alone she, age like this is
1: wrong she's ten she was left home alone for there were mo, the mom went to the store just for a few minutes now she goes to the grocery store and she comes back out to the car and gets into their little SUV thing um and she gets in the car and the car won't stop but she looks down and she says out of gas that's that's just about poor planning.
0: I forgot about that this I forgot that sometimes so, British mom right, was out of gas here right.
1: So then the guy goes back to the store and they find out that, that big Jake came from Mike is with them, the, 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 uh, the cop. And so like, you need to give me a lift back to the house because uh, we got to save the little girl. Cause big Jake's going to come and get her. So they drive up to the, to the house um, uh, going up on the curb, running over people on the sidewalk. Mike is a terrible cop. And uh, they finally get there. Um, they go in and they get her out of the basement and like, they there's a, a horrible man. He came and he and he stole Hank and we gotta get him back. And the dad's like, well, thank God that's over. The the this is the end of the movie of the dad is in charge. 100 percent Oh good. 100%. We don't have to worry about this anymore. Um but then the mom comes home, uh, walking home with her groceries, and it takes her, I don't know, I'm gonna guess conservatively, at least three hours to tell her husband that she left the 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 jeep parked in the parking lot of the supermarket she says it broke down but crucially that is not a broken down vehicle walk your happy ass over to the to the it's kitty corner from here what supermarket doesn't have a gas station right next to it walk over to it purchase one of those little gallon sized things of gas fill it up and then put it in your car and drive. They can't drive. Spoiler alert. Amy runs away to go and try and rescue Hank from New York City because she hears them say that's where they're going. Um, and, uh, And then the mom is like, oh, we can't take the car after her. It broke down. It ran out of gas. So, oh, says Mike, I'll give you a lift to the Albany train station. You can take the Albany train there. And by the way, the little girl, 10 years old, bought herself a ticket with her piggy bank money on a greyhound bound from Uxbridge to New York City. In the time
0: of this conversation, she did that, Alex. Like not even she managed to pack up and get out of town while this conversation was going on. Look, British lady, whose name I don't remember because I don't care. about these people.
1: Oh my god, we have the
0: same name. Okay, so honestly, relatable. Okay, I've got ADD. I forget (laughs) about things all the time. If your car ran out of gas, that's something that you should resolve like sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Like even I, who remembers nothing about anything
1: ever, is
0: like not like, oh, I completely forgot the car broke down and it prevented me from getting back to my kid and we had a break-in in that time.
1: Okay, so here's here we got 10 minutes left. Here's the lightning round. This is we ready for this? This is me okay. doing the rest of the movie. We are, by the way, a third of the way into the movie. Most of the movie takes place doing this all this crap. So Big Jake takes the, the Yeti to the Sturgeon's place to give it to the kid Wesley, who hates it because it's not a giant creature ready to gnash to, to and, and tear its claws. Okay. Um they uh um Amy just is able to get off the bus and know exactly how to get to where these people live, you know, uh, the Sturgeons. Uh, Of course. And so um, then they get off the train and they go to where the Sturgeons live because they know where that is. And um, they find Amy huddled in in a corner of their giant estate crying because they can't get to, to Hank. Wesley has taken Hank upstairs and I guess going to attach him because he can shirt Nerf bullets at him. Like that's what he's doing uh, while playing air guitar on his Nerf gun and wearing a mad scientist. His room is a, is the size of a warehouse and it has giant lampposts in it covered with cobwebs be- because he lives in a spirit Halloween. I don't know what, like what he, I don't know what, um, but they, they, the, 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 the dad um, pretends to be a customs agent to go in to Wesley, by the way, earlier in the, electrocuted a maid for no reason. Um, so another maid is there. And, um, and so and yeah, they he, wear he just,
0: French maid outfits, by the way, yes. like they're the maid. Yeah.
1: The maid says, do you have any ID? And he says, don't need it. Um, I'm coming in. Cause I know all about the Yeti. And so he goes and he's, he's threatening to call the FBI, the CIA, the DEA and the, and the FDA Uh, And all the all the agencies you can think of that are going to come in here and they're going to tear this place apart. So give me the Yeti, he says. Uh, Meanwhile, the mom and the daughter are snooping through the house um, and and they, they 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 she runs in The little girl knocks out Wesley with one punch, takes takes Hank and they run away. Big Jake's already been there to give the thing up it says four and a half million dollars. Well, I don't have it on me, says Mr. Sturgeon. I'll have to send for a courier from the bank. and They will bring your money here. And as they are walking into the building, uh, the little girl carrying the, Hank is walking out and runs into them. And the briefcase that they're carrying full of money is apparently not latched in any way because it flies up in the air and there's money flying everywhere. Uh, and they start, they, they bought the rights to one song for this movie, Martha and the Vandellas got nowhere to run to baby, got nowhere to hide. They, play it for eight straight minutes as they're running through i guess central park trying to chase the girl the, the parents are chasing big jake and blubber who are chasing the girl and the gut and the the, the 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 yeti jumps on a skateboard like on his belly and runs through the ent- entirety of central park which is actually just a terrible little little park inside of on in, in somewhere in ontario um And so she's running after the Yeti, and Big Jake and Blubber are running after her, and the parents are running after them. Meanwhile, the Sturgeons are trying to catch all the money. Got nowhere to run to, baby, for eight straight minutes. So finally she stops running. You miming running is always the greatest (laughs) thing in the world. How do you run? I run I gotta pump the arms. Come on, let's go. Um, I don't run. <laughs> what adorable. Uh, adorable.
0: So, you would insinuate I do.
1: Um, this is uh, <laughs> this is great. Um, um so they, they hide it's winter. They yeah. hide in the bushes that have no leaves, and standing right <laughs> two feet from them. Is 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 Meatloaf and Blubber. And and Meatloaf, who's the greatest hunter in the world, says, I can't smell anything in this city. The Yeti is literally six inches from you. I don't know what you can't smell the Yeti. Um, but like, let's split up. We'll flush her out. They walk away. They've been they've been out, they've been more than 10 feet from her for a second. And she stands up and immediately Meatloaf sees her. Um, and, uh, and so they they run away again, um, and they run out of the park with her and, um, she gets away from meatloaf and, and Hank was with her and they run and they come by a karate guy in the park and they're like, Hey, there's a man after me. Can you protect me? And this karate guy with a mustache and glasses stands up and he's like, Hey, don't chase that little girl. I know all kinds of different, he names a bunch of fake, um, martial arts and, um, and meatloaf. Giant, big, great, big Jake Grizzly Meatloaf says, "Blubber," and Blubber kicks him in the balls. There's only one nut shot in this movie. I think that actually shows a lot of restraint. Anyway, they're running and they're running and and they 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 got to They gotta they gotta find some place to hide. But the song says nowhere to hide. That's just that's the song's still playing. By the way, the song is still playing, and they hide in the back but of a refrigerated they can't truck.
0: Find anywhere to hide until this time. There is they, nowhere they, to hide. The bushes don't even have
1: leaves on them. They hide in the back of a refrigerated truck, which like in the classic Frosty the Snowman uh, animated thing is great for a snowman or an abominable snowman, i.e. a Yeti, but not so great for a little girl. So she nearly freezes to death until the the Yeti like uses his magical Yeti powers to bring her back to life, I think is what they tell us. And then he screams really loud. And the guy's driving the truck. Stop. Okay. And they look in the back, and a little girl carrying a, a giant kangaroo rat with Furby eyes steps out. Which way to the train station? Uh, over there? So they go to the train station. The parents, by the way, lost their child in New York. They have no means of transportation because they left because their car is out of gas in a parking lot 700 right. miles from here. So they're like, you know what we should do? Says the dad. We should go to the train station. I already told her there's a six thirty train from here to Albany. We should be on that train. And so they get on the train. Um, they're going to the train station. We're not gonna look for our daughter. We'll just go to the train station and hope she shows up is their big plan. Don't tell and the thank cops God, nobody tells we, the
0: cops in any movies No we no, no, one knew that, anything. no, 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 no,
1: no, no. So um they go they go there and they get in the um, um, they are able to she goes there, the cop the there, but the um, so the parents find her, the, the they they have to get on this train, but big Jake Grizzly is also there. Um, and so they can't have to sneak past him. So the only way they can do that is to like dress up the dad as a porter who's pushing a giant trunk that has the little girl and the um the and the the yeti in it, and they get on the train. And the train pulls away. Meatloaf's like, "Stop that train! I need to get on it to steal a jetty." Like, then that's not going to work. So um, then he goes and talks to Mister Sturgeon. Uh, Mister Sturgeon is like, um, "Hey, uh, um, uh, what?" He like, says, "Oh, do you do you do you know any cops?" In, in Albany, I own most of them. Tell him to stop that train and hold him at the station. I'm going to go over there. Um, oh, the, the Yeti was wearing this coat when you arrived, says a 112-year-old butler. Um, and he says, uh, was wearing this coat when he arrived. Would you like it? And then he finds a, a photo in there of the Adirondacks cabin. And so that's how he knows that they're not actually going back to Uxbridge. They're going to, to to the Adirondacks cabin that nobody knows about except for this photo wasn't there and then he goes and he and he finds him there and he takes the, the the parents hostage and holds them with Wesley Wesley has gone with them Wesley has an arsenal of things he's dressed up as Stalin he's got shotguns in the trunk of this limo and he everyone's got shotguns they're gonna murder the parents unless the parent unless Amy gives up the Yeti um and and it, 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 she decides to smoke him out. She, like, stuffs blankets down the top of the chimney. Don't ask me how she got up there. And uh, it's the smoke starts filling the cabin. So Big Jake just walks outside and sits there on, on the front porch. She goes, listen, all you're going to do is kill your parents. Just bring me the damn Yeti.
0: Alex, this is a kid's movie. This, this is, is where we movie. have to. I have no problem speeding through all the New York shenanigans, but we have to mm. pause here. I'm sorry to Jimmy we're going over Listen, this is a kid's movie, and the scene, if you were a kid, is horrifying. Yep. Mm-hmm. The parents are tied up and gagged near a fireplace. There is a little girl on a chimney who is smoking her own parents out. Mm-hmm. And there is a big grizzly man who's like, listen, you're going to be the one to kill your parents.
1: what's? <laughs> Your, your parents are going to die of smoke deal. inhalation that you caused if you don't bring me your favorite pet. So um,
0: those are your options, little girl.
1: Uh, by the way, the little girl and the, and the Yeti dug a giant hole um, and then trick Wesley into falling into it. And then she hits him over the head with a snow shovel. Uh, Blubber gets hit by a snare trap and flung into a lake for some reason. Poor Have a home. nice swim, Fats. Is the this little kid is just the worst little actor because he screams everything. Um, Poor man's and, home alone. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. Um. So eventually, um, uh, what happens is Hank is snuck through the window or the back door, and Hank unties them. And then um, the dad so comes the, out and, and...
0: The Yeti unties them. Hank. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Yes. I forget yeah. that the Yeti has a name, because why is it named Hank?
1: Hank. I don't
0: know. He's just the Yeti.
1: Cause, he's cause. Furby Yeti. Yeah, he's Furby Yeti. He's Furby Yeti Hank. Um, so he unties his them. his
0: feet are not talked enough about in this review, because no, we have to speed through a lot. But the so,
1: They show. They're a lot it's of a the lot soles of, of his feet. It's um gross. They, they're
0: oversized he, and gross.
1: The Continue. dad punches the punches Big Jake Grizzly in the face, and and Big Jake Grizzly says seriously, "Um, and then the mom no hits him. In son of a bitch! <laughs> the mom hits him in the head with a giant piece of wood. I don't know where she found the giant piece of wood, but the mom knocks out Big Jake Grizzly with one shot with a giant piece of wood. Um, and then
0: it's good of her since this whole thing is her fault with the stupid car, but um. Oh, pretty, he, pretty resilient for people who are about to die of smoke inhalation. I got to say, it fitted well, physically. Yeah.
1: The, the family got off the train one stop before Albany because they knew people would be looking for them. And 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 the dad calls Mike, the terrible sheriff, and says, hey, Mike, I, I need you to bring um, our Jeep to this train station. So what he's actually asking is to go to the supermarket parking lot, um, break into the jeep and hotwire it because he doesn't have the keys. Um, then uh, go like a petrol get petrol
0: can with you, yeah. Eddie yeah, Kingston's got to be around with the
1: with the yep, petrol can, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, fill it up with gas. Bring it here so that we can drive up to our cabins in the Adirondacks Then they're when they're driving away, they stop and they 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 call him again and say, Hey, Mike, go to our house in Uxbridge. There's a key under the mat by the back door. Go in in the den, in the third drawer from the top of the desk. You don't need to give him all this information in this movie. We don't need it. But bring our passports to this to a random spot near Interstate 90. Sheriff of, course, of the Mike, town. M- Mike With... does this. Um well, he's only he's, the sheriff. Why would he have anything else better to do? I don't know. Um, and so they 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 get the passport. Oh, and then and then Big Jake goes to the same gas station and loosely interrogates the owner to tell him what they said on the telephone. Um and uh he's like, Yeah, we're friends. We missed him at the cabinet by the lake. Just wondering where they are. What they were talking about on the phone. Um, so they they go to the New York airport to get on a plane back to Nepal to return the Yeti to its native land. And Big Jake and Blubber are hot on their heels. Oh, the, the Wesley yells at Big Jake so much that Big Jake tells Blubber to stop the car. He takes Big Jake and shot puts him into a snowdrift head first so his legs are sticking out going like this. Oh my
0: god it's so yeah. Oh boy.
1: I'm not saying little Stalin didn't deserve it. <laughs> but
0: But you're just saying God's timing is always right.
1: Anyway, so they um they they go into the they're chasing them into security and the little girl puts the Yeti on the table on the, on the conveyor belt to go through the, because they think it's a giant stuffed toy to go through the um, X-ray. And right then blubber runs up with a shotgun and, and they arrest him and meatloaf can't get through all the cops so they lose the yeti, and Meatloaf is yelling at Blubber: "This is all your fault. Who gave you a gun? It was that little shit Wesley that gave you. He didn't say shit. The little <laughs> little little kid Wesley that gave you that gun. Tiny um, baby Stalin. Was, yeah, tiny baby Stalin gave you the gun. Wow, this is ridiculous. And he looks at the cop who is pointing a gun at him, an Uzi for the cop. The cop has an Uzi, <laughs> like a fully automatic Uzi. The airport cop has points it <laughs> at him and says." Um, uh, what are you, what are you doing? What do you care? You think my little, my rabbit's foot is loaded? This is all meatloaf improvising this entire thing, I'm sure.
0: Has to be.
1: So, so they, with no luggage, fly to Kathmandu, Nepal. And they apparently procure climbing gear there and climb up to the same place that they, um, that they found the Yeti, or at least that's what Dave thinks so. But also he said that they were near the top of the slope that he climbed to before and listed the altitude at 12,945 feet. So maybe he could get back up there again, but his completely untrained wife and 10 year old daughter while carrying a Yeti, I don't believe could have summited that mountain.
0: And again, I'm gonna say the smoke inhalation probably affecting your lung capacity.
1: Perhaps, yeah. They were in the they were in the smoke for a long time. There was a lot of smoke, but they were like, I guess we'll just leave this leave this Yeti here. And the Yeti tries to give the dad a a, a pine cone, and the dad is sarcastic about it. And he's like, Oh yeah, pine cone, just what I always wanted. What a jerk! I know. And 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 then he hugs the mom with his weird spindly arms and then then the little the little girl cries and and he he skates off uphill So he's a really good cross country skier apparently um and then they find a second yeti oh he's been reunited with his mate isn't that wonderful uh but only the little girl has seen the the yeti uh wave um um uh so they I guess they just trudge back down the mountain and fly back home, and that was their whole that was the deal. But now we cut to the Sturgeons. Vacationing, they say, in Greece, having left Wesley alone with Big Jake Grizzly and not caring what happens to him. Like, what do you what do you suppose happened to Wesley, they say? And the and the dad just shrugs and doesn't care. By the way, they are wearing Hawaiian shirts and drinking in very Greek drinks, by which I mean a hollowed-out pineapple with an umbrella in it. They could have just had them go to Hawaii if they were going to dress them like this, but in the script, they make sure they say it's Greece twice. But they're drinking giant ho- like hollowed-out pineapples. They also brought their 112-year-old butler, Hayes, with them. They have butlers there that you can hire in Greece. I'm pretty sure, and and in Hawaii.
0: Yeah, but if you if you got four and a half million to throw at a yeti, yeah, like you you can probably afford to bring your own guy. Um, just some terrible parenting in this whole movie. I would say, yeah,
1: yeah, they don't yeah. care
0: that their kid might be dead. Okay, I I so. also gotta say, like, if you are the baby faces in this. Are you still not curious why this little Yeti is four and a half million dollars worth? Like, don't, aren't you kind of like, why were these guys contracted for this cash prize? Because we don't find out really the motivations Mm. of the people hiring. No, just because
1: Wesley wanted a Yeti. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, uh, so this, the movie synopsis. The one paragraph movie synopsis on Amazon Prime does not describe this movie at all.
0: No, it does not.
1: Says a hunter known as Big Jake, Meatloaf, so far correct, is hired to catch the fabled Yeti, so far correct, Nailed which it, is I'll loose think. in the streets of the Big Apple. No, he, he was hired to catch it from the Himalayas.
0: Himalayas, see.
1: So yeah. But, After encountering the mythic beast, supposedly the first time he sees it is in the Big Apple, Jake discovers that the Yeti is a furry, cuddly creature. So, when he is forced, forced, not paid, handsomely and willingly gives, but forced to hand over the Yeti to the spoiled son of a millionaire New Yorker, Jake teams up with a little girl. To prevent the Yeti from falling into wicked hands. The person who wrote this did not see the movie.
0: And nor should they. Nor should they. I'm going to say this nor was AI. They. And they are using AI for movies that only you and I are going to be watching. That's that's my thought on the
1: description. Here. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Wesley, the last frame of the movie is Wesley still stuck, head first into a snowdrift, legs still kicking like this.
0: Yeah, he's going to die that way and the parents don't care.
1: Oh, he's definitely dead because yeah. he's gotten no oxygen in the time it takes for them to fly to Katmandu. <sighs>
0: Perfect movie, 10 out of 10. No note.
1: Uh. No one should watch this. No one should. So watch.
0: this is this is real no. bad cuz it's also like no. a bad It's not just bananas, it's like a bad movie.
1: Oh, no, it's I really, will really say bad.
0: if you if you must.
1: No, you mustn't. You, you mustn't.
0: The, just the just the scene no. of Meatloaf and the House on Fire with the little girl is nope. insane.
1: No. No. I'm telling you, you mustn't watch this. Get the flick out of here. You must not subject yourself to this. I implore you, please do not do this.
0: That's your get the flick out of here experience. Okay, my get the flick out of here experience, which I'm entitled to, is also don't watch it, get it out of here. But must you if you're a meatloaf completionist or something... (laughs) Much just for the scene with the fire, and be like, "How is this supposed to be a kids' movie? This is horrifying."
1: You can. Here is what I'll tell you to do: You should find a picture of what the Yeti looks like in the movie, because I don't know if we can describe it better than it looks like a, a, a Furby, Furby and a kangaroo. Gross human feet. A, a Furby and a kangaroo rat had a baby. Yeah, and then that baby was like dunked in a like toxic waste. That's that's all I can say of it's no no
0: big Pete there, the whole yeah. movie
1: get the flick out of here it out. next week will be better it it'll have to be it can't or be any worse it? it can't be any worse bye have, have a good weekend newsies. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.